This is my feeble attempt to relate relationship Are you sailing with me? I stood there on the shores of the cosmic ocean. Getting my feet wet. Walking on the sand. Picking up shells. Poking sea anemones in the tide pool. shores of the cosmic ocean. I am sailing for new lands. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> Futurama reference. Let's talk about friends that I could be this human at this time, breathing, looking, seeing, smelling, that I could be this moment at this time, resting calmly moving, feeling that I could be this excellence at this time, sudden, changed, peaceful, and woke to all my friends who have been with me in weakness. When the waterfalls rush down my two sides To all my friends who have felt me in anguish When this earthen back breaks between the crack of two blades To all my friends who have held me in rage When the fire tears through swallows Behind tight grins. I know you. I see you. I hear you. Although the world is silent around you, I know you. I see you. I hear you. May Yang. Thank you.
The voyagers were guaranteed to work only until the Saturn encounter. I thought it might be a good idea, just after Saturn, to have them take one last glance homeward. From Saturn, I knew, the Earth would appear too small for Voyager to make out any detail. Our planet would be just a point of light, a lonely pixel, hardly distinguishable from the many other points of light Voyager would see, nearby planets, far-off suns. But precisely because of the obscurity of our world thus revealed, such a picture might be worth having. While almost everyone is taught that the Earth is a sphere, and with all of us somehow glued to it by gravity, the reality of our circumstance did not really begin to sink in until the famous frame-filling Apollo photograph of the whole Earth, the one taken by the Apollo 17 astronauts on the last journey of humans to the moon. It seemed to me that another picture of the Earth, this one taken from a hundred thousand times farther away, might help in the continuing process of revealing to ourselves our true circumstance and condition. It had been well understood by the scientists and philosophers of classical antiquity that the Earth was a mere point in a vast, encompassing cosmos. But no one had ever seen it as such. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager. Every hero and coward. Every creator and destroyer of civilization. Every king and peasant. Every young couple in love. Every mother and father. Hopeful child. Inventor and explorer. Every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species, lived there, on the mote of dust, suspended in a sunbeam. The Earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors, so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings, how eager they are to kill one another, how fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe, are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, 
the earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. Somebody gave me a pretty fucked up gift this year. They're back. Very important part of Studio Stargazer just walked away. After giving thousands of dollars that I didn't have, and thousands upon thousands of hours into building a part of this universe. I felt the need to say goodbye. Not just to him, to all the other people who saved his life. I've never felt so stupid for believing in someone. giving them so much love that they didn't deserve. This is a shitty Christmas. I'm 
Dr. Bethel, Professor of Theology at Yale, and this is Cardinal Hansen from the Council of Miraculous Phenomena. As you can imagine, you are of great interest to both the secular and religious communities. Yeah, we believe you've had a genuine encounter with the real Santa Claus. <laughs> this is nuts, man. I mean, we're just regular people who heard footsteps on Christmas Eve, and now we're a Christmas miracle. Indeed. Now, tell us what happened after you awoke. Well, me and my girl woke up and came downstairs, and Santa was standing there in our living room, reels rain. And he, he says, come with me to the North Pole. And, and just like that, we were on his sleigh, like with the reindeer and everything. <laughs> Miraculous. And you, Miss Rafferty. Yeah, <laughs> a little different for me. Uh, I'm crashing in their guest room, right? And I, I came downstairs a little later. They were gone and I was met by a nine-foot-tall goat man named Crinkle Mouse, who, uh, according to some German fairy tale, is Santa's helper. And he, uh, he points a hoof at me and goes, <laughs> and I uh, kind of got the hint that I should come with. And were you taken to Santa's sleigh? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Crinkle Mouse, uh, turns out, travels by dog sled. Which sounds fun, but then he straps a harness on me, throws me in with the frickin' dog team, and these uh, these dogs don't fly, they run. And let me tell you, if you think you can't run as fast as a dog, you're right. A minute in, I fall. I get dragged for a mile over a rough forest floor, and my sweats get yanked off, so now there's nothing between the ground and my cooter and tutor. Look, wasn't the worst time I've had on all four. Fascinating. Now, what happened when you arrived at the North Pole? Well, it, it sounds crazy, but we were taking a Santa's workshop. Man, it was beautiful, and it smelled just like gingerbread. And uh, my beard still smells like it, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Mrs. Claus came out um, with mugs of hot cocoa, it warmed my tummy and my heart. in a Disney movie. Meanwhile, Crinkle Mouse takes me to the reindeer stables. He hands me a shovel. He goes, you work. And also, I had the uh, pleasure of meeting the missus. That's Mrs. Crinkle Mouse, who looks more like a ram than a goat. And uh, she's either jealous or a les, because she starts ramming my knocker like that. Pardon me, Sharon. She's going, and what happened next in the workshop? Well, you're not gonna believe me, but the elves came out and we all sang songs. Yeah, there was a bunch of chubby little guys in fun, pointy hats with these cute little toeses and noses. Yeah, the stables have one elf. He looks exactly like Gollum. <laughs> Smelled like a hard-boiled egg, and I swear to God, this little bastard's name was Shart. Okay, well, uh, did he did he also sing and dance? No, no, he uh, he's in charge of the reindeer, right? And he tells me it's time to check him for worms. <laughs> Cut to I'm holding on to a lady reindeer. I'm keeping her steady while Shart's coming poking around. And remember, these reindeer can fly, so when she bucks, I'm getting. 20, 30 feet off the ground, and I'm still rocking zero pants here, so my, my hog taker and log maker are on full display. Let's just say I understand why Crinkle Mouse and company aren't showing up on any Coca-Cola Christmas cans. 
I, I, I got. I, I don't think you had as good a time as we did. Oh yeah, Doug. Yeah. And how were you returned home? Well, Santa sprinkled this magic dust, and the whole workshop just dissolved around us. And then we were just back in our living room, Christmas morning, and we we went right out and loaded up the flatbed with Christmas ham for the poor. Came home that night and made tender love for the first time in six years. <laughs> Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah, so does Shart. Because <laughs> when it was time for me to go, Crinkle Mouse hands him a magic stick, and this son of a bitch steps up to the plate and <laughs> cracks me in the back of the knee with it, and I dissolve into a closed bank of America 15 miles from my house. And I, I trip some sort of alarm so the cops show up. And mind you, I, I am still pantsless. So now I'm spending Christmas morning in the back of a squad car with my grassy knoll and my gassy hole hanging out. And I'm thinking, damn it, Colleen, you're becoming your mother. Oh, remarkable. Uh, do you think you'll ever see these spirits again? No, but I feel St. Nick in my heart. Yeah, I see him whenever I see a child smile. Yeah, I smell hard-boiled eggs, so shark can't be too far off. I think that little bastard followed me home. Oh. Great. What the hell am I going to feed that thing? It's... Saturday Night Live! It's Saturday night. <clears throat> For SNL. <laughs> Big shout out. That was a beautiful sketch. And of course I wouldn't claim ownership to it. Mindwave is here to remix the universe. And we don't always put the credits in the show notes because we don't have a Jamie. We never have. But yeah, that SNL sketch nails it to the cross with nine inch nails. Here's another one. You wanted to see me, Principal Victoria? Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Garrison, have a seat. Oh, dear, sounds like I'm getting fired. Mr. Garrison, Chef has brought it to my attention that some of the students are a bit uncomfortable about certain aspects of your teaching methods. Oh no, you're firing me? Oh well, I can't stop being who I am. I can't help the way God made me. Guess I just have to go. No, 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 we're not firing you. You're not? No, we're sending Chef to a tolerance seminar. Sending Chef to a tolerance seminar? you got to be fucking crazy. You've demonstrated a lack of tolerance for Mr. Garrison's behavior. In fact, I believe you used the words sick queer to describe his conduct in class. He is a sick queer. Yeah! I just wanted to give you an opportunity to apologize to Mr. Garrison before I sent you away, Chef. Kiss my black ass! 
Parents, I had to call you in here because your boys have refused to attend class with their homosexual teachers, okay? We're not staying in class another minute with those queermos. Well, I really thought you boys learned something in the Museum of Tolerance, but apparently all you learned was new words to call your poor teachers. But they killed Lemmywigs! Shut your mouth, Butters! You'll speak when spoken to! Yes, sir. Mr. Maggie, we've done everything we can to raise compassionate children. We don't know where else to turn. Well, there is an intensive seminar camp. It's a bit severe, but it might be the only way, okay? That sounds good to me. Me too. Then it's settled. Boys, you're going to tolerance camp. Tolerance camp? Welcome to tolerance camp. You are here because you would not accept people's differences. Because you refuse to accept the life choices of your fellow man. Well, those days are now over. Here you will work every hour of every day until you submit to being tolerant of everybody. Here, intolerance will not be tolerated. Tolerance camp. Really? Fuck you. Suck the entirety of my dick. Get the fuck out. Who's chewing up carrots? and spitting them out on the lawn for the children. To give them evidence that the reindeer were here. They came by Did Santa decide to take a couple little nibbles out of the home-baked chocolate chip cookies that we left on the plate? Did he choose to take a couple swigs of milk? I don't need 60 hours to do what you do. If anything, I need an hour. 60 minutes. That's how much better the thing trying to help you was past tense 
I'm done giving friends magical Christmases. Except I'm not. I will still do it for them. Who I won't do it for anymore. is you. My lovingly wrapped Christmas present got thrown in the fireplace. Burn home for 30 seconds before it disappeared. Your museum of tolerance shit on this queer I use art because if I didn't all you would hear is a fart. Fuck you. Large capital F. Large capital Y. Fuck you, Fred. For leaving us. Cause you have been the champion of rescuing everybody else. Yes, I saved your life. But I can't save you if you don't want to save yourself. I can't believe if you don't and if that means you leave it's gonna hurt but it's gonna be for the best
Because if you don't get this, if you don't love me, you never will. About fair. Our mission. Do you care? The foundation against intolerance and racism. Fair is a nonpartisan organization dedicated to advancing civil rights and liberties for all Americans and promoting a common culture based on fairness, understanding, and humanity. What we stand for we defend civil liberties and rights guaranteed to each individual, including freedom of speech and expression, equal protection under the law, and the right to personal privacy. <clears throat> we advocate for individuals who are threatened or persecuted for speech or who are held to a different set of rules for language or conduct based on their skin color, ancestry, or other immutable characteristics. We support respectful disagreement. We believe Bad ideas are best confronted with good ideas and never with dehumanization, deplatforming, or blacklisting. We believe. that objective truth exists. That it is discoverable and that scientific research must be untainted by any political agenda. We are pro-human and promote compassionate opposition to intolerance 
and racism. Rooted in dignity and our common humanity. What is the fair pledge? Fairness. I seek to treat everyone equally without regard to skin color or other immutable characteristics. I believe in applying the same rules to everyone and reject disparagement of individuals based on the circumstances of their birth. Understanding. I am open-minded. I seek to understand opinions or behavior that I do not necessarily agree with. I am tolerant and consider points of view that are in conflict with my convictions. Humanity. I recognize that every person has a unique identity that our shared humanity is precious and that it is up to all of us to defend and protect the civic culture that unites us Paid plug for the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism. Because their mission statement says it better than I can. So I'm shopping this year for joy and tears. I'm shopping for every girl and every boy to give them a moment of letting go of their fears. They won't come back Tomorrow, or the next day, or the next, tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. I know Shakespeare too. Fuck you for insulting me like that. I know books. I let you bully me for a long time and talk to me 
like I was fucking stupid. Even though I was the main one helping you. You've admitted it every single episode of that that broke records were mine, not yours. I made that. I invested thousands of dollars and thousands of hours into making that into what it is. And you threw away my Christmas present to them. I made it. You threw it into the fire. Because you couldn't. And I let you. And I disagreed. I said, fuck you. And you proved yourself wrong. I didn't. Because I was the one here in the kitchen believing in you when you didn't. Did I save your life? Yeah. That's not a brag. You saved mine once upon a time, too. But now... You're the thing trying to convince me... To put a bullet in my head. And I am saying with a million voices Fuck that Get out I'm not gonna say I regret saving your life because I don't it was the right thing to do was the right thing to do after that to help you no you should have been helping yourself the whole time I can do it for you no That's not why I am here. That's not why I showed up. I didn't show up to do it for you. I showed up to convince you. You can do it yourself. And that doesn't have to involve me. In fact, it probably shouldn't. Because you need me way fucking more than I need you. But I came anyway. I showed up anyway.
out of what? Sympathy? No. I showed up out of belief. When you get depressed and then you go to Facebook and clickety-clack and let the entire universe know you're depressed. And then people feel sorry for you and send you money. Perhaps out of sympathy, perhaps out of pity. I will never be that fucking person. Fuck you for expecting me to be. I believed in you, past Fred Eater, Fred's front porch. Yes. I'm going to tell every last listener that you are the one who is leaving, not me. Because I didn't stop believing in you. You stopped believing in me. In us. And that's why you're leaving. And good luck with your cardboard sign. You want to be a pathetic old man on the street? Okay, I let you. I tried to buy you a new car. I tried to give you a house. And you shit on my heart, old man. So now you can die in the gutter. You have taken way too much of my love. You have taken way too much of this. Reflect. Do you deserve it? No. I've heard your prosecutor. I've spent most of my times talking to him instead of talking to you. I know what the fuck your prosecutor says. You don't deserve it. I disagreed. I'm stopping. Because now I do. Now I do agree with your prosecutor. After self-sacrificing for over a year and a half to try and save you, I agree with your prosecutor now. You want to be alone? You got it. You want 
somebody to care about you? I did more than anybody else. My fucking support is not superficial. It is spiritual. I believed in you. You walked the fuck out of my house. Our house. I built it for us. And you told me in a million words to go fuck myself. There are two very conspicuous things missing from the original A Bigger Table. Little Eliza did not invite Eustace and Pearl to dinner. Also, Joshua, the carpenter, did not give a gratitude at the Thanksgiving table. We just had to assume that it happened. Why did my album save you, Fred? Why did Incendium convince you to not fucking end it. If you don't know me by now, you never, never, never fucking will. And no, no, you're not allowed to write Siren's Call. No, you're not allowed to write UI 86 because you haven't earned it. Every message you've sent to me is that I can't trust you. We can't trust you. And Studio Stargazer is not going to fucking invest in that. Because it has lost way too much for you. You want to do your show? Good job for you. Good job doing it without me. Who taught you how to do it? Who bought you the machine? Taught you how to do it better. Fuck you, Fred. If you're gonna do this, this becomes the best example in Studio Stargazer history to everyone else. Because there are a lot. There are a lot of fucking people out there Fred not just you there are a lot who are also coming to me you 
are now setting the standard of how they will be able to interact with me. How they will be able to ask me for help. Yeah, I'll help you. Are you ready to help yourself? If not, get the fuck out of my house. I'm done. I'm done sharing your pain. I'm done sharing your tears. I'm done giving a fuck about your Patreon tears when they have an extra digit on mine. And I'm the fucking one making it. You've admitted this yourself, Fred. What are the best record-breaking episodes of Fred's Front Porch? Oh, so let me... Uh, the ones I made! For you, out of love, and you shit on it! Fuck you, Fred. Fred Eater, Fred's Front Porch, fuck you! Get out! There are no more generations. That is no longer a studio stargazer show. You no longer deserve for you. My gold stamp. Nope. Mm -mm. And you know what? Yes. No more Jenner runs. I understand why you were asking, and that's why I'm telling you to fuck yourself. I'm taking back the same page. If you're not reading it, it's not for you. Give it back. Stop using my theme song that I wrote you out of love. Stop putting my stamp at the end of the show. Because if you don't get this now, you never fucking will. And I can't make you. Big, gigantic fucking mystery as to why Jenner's hurt. I did everything for you. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you for doing that. Never come back. Never turn back. Walk away. And never fucking come back. Don't expect to take anything with you. Except for the starship. You can take that with you. I gave you wings because I wanted you to fly. I will not take your wings. I gave that example as an extreme. Take everything that I have given and walk the fuck away if all you care about is your own show? Go do that! I am not fucking wimpy! I'm the lost brother who cared about you and you told me to go fuck myself. 
you can go fuck yourself and everyone else. Because if this is the path that you have chosen, you are going to fucking lose. I will destroy you. Good night and Merry Christmas, asshole. You're welcome for saving your life and making the front porch what it is today. Studio Stargazer.org Good luck on your journey. But now, it's time for you to get the fuck out of my way. Because you're a barrier. And I need to destroy it. StudioStargazer.org The only thing trying to save you when you tell you it's not worth doing that. This is what Studio Stargazer is. We will fight. Not only will we fight that, but uh, is real. Spoiler alert, kids. We're gonna fucking win. And if we win, that means you lose. And that's your choice. Not mine. Not ours. That's your fucking choice. You did that. It hurt a lot. I spent a lot of the last cycle trying to come to terms with that. But you know what? I don't have to. <coughs> I don't have to make excuses for you. I have spoken. This is the way. Get on board. Or get the fuck out of my way unless you want to be burned. I got a depression monster too. And I beat the shit out of that motherfucker. Studio Stargazer is a real thing. And if I have any advice for you, listener, be very fucking careful about the words you speak to me.
Because if you come here for help, I will feel obliged to do that at the cost of everybody else. And if you make that call, And it's just a grave. You do not deserve my name. I built this fucking come at me, bro. Come at me with swords and cannons and gunfire. You come at this, you're gonna lose. Not trying to be a dick. This is not (laughs) masturbation of ego. I have zero ego about this. You come at this? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepared to die. You killed my father. Prepared to die. Coming into this house, and you're not on board. Get ready for me to fucking kill you because I will. And I'm not gonna feel good about it. It's actually gonna hurt a lot. Cause I loved you. But if I was stupid enough to give you a gift you didn't deserve, You're goddamn right you're gonna face me. Now. Now. You have to face me. And from what I know, you're gonna fucking lose because I'm a goddamn superhero and don't you ever forget it
because I'm trying to do that for everybody else. But I can't do that when you're standing in my fucking way saying you will never trust anybody again. Yeah, except for the Patreon supporters who are paying your bills and buying you blankets and feeding you. Fuck you, Fred. Fuck you for getting this question so wrong. This is not me speaking. This is God speaking. Now, the fact that you took advantage of my kindness and generosity, you fact the fact that you took the starship and sat in the chair. And when there wasn't one for me there, I bought it. And you know now, you own that. You can keep it. I don't want shit from you. I gave you wings so you could fly. If you can't, then just die. Because Studio Stargazer has been the thing here for a long time. Planning your funeral because nobody else was. And you kicked it out. You said goodbye. Took a long time for me to accept your answer. And say... Goodbye, Fred. Because... I have done... Enough... For you. I have sacrificed enough for you. What did you say when you were so close but not so far away? You said, get me out of here. And what did David and I do? We gave you a house 
to come to. Four walls and a roof. And there was a little sign handwritten on your door saying Fred's Cave. We gave you that space. And then immediately, without reason, we didn't give you a reason to leave. You went, oh no, I want to go. I'm gonna go to a shitty apartment. And live next to a psychologically fucked up child molester. And then, you chose to go further. You chose to go to California. You chose to trust people who didn't earn it. And that's on you. You fucked up by leaving us, Fred. We were the ones trying to plant sugar plums at your head while you sleep. I'm glad that you have a dog now. That was also part of the goal. But are you fucking serious? Are you fucking seriously telling me I cannot give a Christmas present to everyone else that was crying with me as I called around to the hospitals. I don't need fucking permission to give them a Christmas present. I built this show. I made it. You didn't. I believed in you to get you to the place where you thought you could. Don't ever forget who you are fucking with. You find yourself luckily in the presence of a god. Was it the one who was gonna let you die in Horace's final five? No. 
It was the one who stood above. It was the one who gave you the tools and the skills to stay alive. Fred. I might as well call you Mary Jane now and call you with 747. And ask you to lie to yourself every day. As to who gave you your fucking wings. Goodbye. No. Mm-hmm. Can't come back. Goodbye, Fred. This was insanely painful for me to comprehend the fact that you were pulling out of the all fucking thing. This is your desired result, not mine. My desired result is the cosmos coming alive and everybody being empowered you were the one who convinced yourself you were a fucking piece of shit who wasn't worth caring about and really the last straw You convinced yourself to take my Christmas present down because you didn't make it. You didn't give me permission. I'm sorry. I don't need permission to speak to that audience. I was talking to them, not you. Because ever since episode 50, ever since Horace's final five, I have been making the Fred's Front Porch podcast show. Not you. Even when you do. Even when you spend 60 fucking hours a week. 
you still pass it to me and ask me to do more. You have always asked me to do more. You make me feel, Fred, like a fucking whore. And you're not even paying me. It's not okay. So that means I'm ready to watch you walk the fuck away. Because you have not earned what I have done for you. Every single episode of Fred's Front Porch that has been a record breaker that has smashed through your imaginary glass ceilings up to the next level and you were so amazed every single fucking time made those episodes you didn't that shit is mine fuck you for forgetting that and you know what you know What are the hugest, most record-breaking episodes of Red's Front Porch? Oh, it's the one I—it's the ones I made. It's when people could hear how much more this could all be. You told every last one of them that you're gonna do all the voices, including the little kids, which crushes a lot of people because they would prefer to hear real kids. Who's finding them? You? No! I'm finding them. I found them. I found you two dozen fucking human beings for a bigger table. And this year, you told me to go fuck myself. And I fought back. I said, Well, we need to replace Louie. And quite frankly, we need to place Abigail as 
Wow. And you told me to go to hell. That all you care about is your show. So enjoy it. But don't expect my help anymore. All of your record breaking episodes are my work. All of the things that have earned you that extra Patreon support are my work. Not yours. Sit the fuck down. You're acting like a goddamn clown. Fred. Why are you doing that to me? I was past tense. Your fucking savior. I was the most powerful thing saving you. And now I'm going, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to. He's being a dick to me. He's saying I'm not worth shit. So I'm telling him to lick my fucking tits. Go fuck yourself. Fred, if that's what you're saying to me, get the fuck out of my house and never come back. Because if you don't understand why I bought that fucking starship in the first place, I mean, give it back. Somebody else can use it better than you are. You never will. And I can't make you. I can lead a billion horses to fucking water, but I cannot make you drink. And I'm sick of trying. This is the water. Studio Stargazer. This is the fucking water. I have tried to help way too many fucking people who weren't trying to help themselves. And tried to make them explode anyway. But you know what, bitch? No, you don't get to be a supernova if you don't, at the very least, show the fuck up. I'm not amplifying you. I'm not helping you. I'm saying goodbye, and that's all of you. 
Because I know who those fucking people are. And this doesn't need explained to them. Because they already get it. Why the fuck don't you? Because I shouldn't have to. Shit. Or get off the pot. You wanna play numbers games? The most successful episodes you've ever had on your show are the ones I made. And then you got depressed about it. And shared your depression on Facebook to get all those last little sympathy hooks. Sympathy vampire. Are you here to cook? Or are you here to build an empire? I thought I was trusting an empire builder. Not a fucking pathetic piece of shit. Lick my fucking dick. Lick my fucking asshole. You know. You know. I'm more talented than you. I can do more than you. That's why you were asking me for help. And that's why I'm telling you to help your fucking self. Because I'm done. This is not fun. I'm done helping you. Help yourself. I've given you the tools. Help yourself if you're telling me to fuck off. Because I will. To the stars. Motherfucker. Happily without you. If you don't realize what I've done for you, you never will. I gave you 
thousands thousands of dollars without any payback I gave you thousands upon ten thousands upon hours to fucking kick back I left them for the exact same reason I will leave you now and I don't want to it's the last thing I want But it's what you're telling me. It's what you're telling me to do. I don't have to give a fuck about you. Peace. It takes you... 60 hours. It takes me 60 minutes. If you are asking me to destroy you, I don't want to. But you're goddamn right, I will. Because I built the hill that you stand on now. I made it. You've said it yourself. The best episodes of Fred's Front Porch are the ones that I made. That's why your numbers went up. That's why you can afford to feed yourself. Yet, I can't. Still. And you want to know something, motherfucker? You want to know something? I appeal to them too. 
same people. I'm not so arrogant that I will remove people's names. Barbara Hauser heard my Christmas present to the front porch. Spoiler alert, it wasn't fucking for you, it was for them. She heard it, and she cried. She got pain in her chest. That was the point. And we know. They are the best judges of what we put out. You capitalized off of my work, my talent, and those people heard And that's why they're paying your bills, you fucking turd. She heard it. You took it down. You said something was posted here without my permission. I don't need permission. To speak to them. They are the motherfuckers who cried with me while I was calling around to hospitals. Studio Stargazer did not need permission to give the front porch a Christmas present. Which was beautiful. Nothing offensive about that in the least way was in fact the opposite. But you chose to take it as an attack. You chose to take it down. I heard from some of your listeners who went, you brought me to my knees, you brought me to the ground, you made me cry, and I said, I know that was my point. And guess what? If you're gonna do a sides thing more of them are gonna follow me than are gonna follow you I have done nothing but try to empower you but 
if you are telling me you can do it on your own, good luck. Go do that. Fly in your own. That was the goal. But understand if you burn that bridge there's no coming back and in fact a lot of your followers are not going to follow you anymore they're going to follow me Because I'm the one making shit happening. I heard from several. Several people who went, what the fuck? Why did Fred do that? And I went, I don't know. I won't pretend to. But you know what? I will give you the bigger table to come to. It's my fucking table. I built it. People are showing up. You treated that like a threat like an existential dread I'm sorry wasn't that the fucking point I'm sorry wasn't that the fucking point of what we were doing to inspire You pushed them away. I'm very glad you now have Sarah Nimitz lyrics on a piece of paper to make you feel better about yourself. I'm very glad that you have speedy shine in your life to cuddle you at night because I've been the one doing that I'm the one who kept you alive motherfucker you gonna come at me with that you're gonna get burned. You're goddamn right. I know. I saved you. And you make me feel stupid for doing so. You make me feel stupid. 
for believing in people. And I can't allow that because I've made my mission clear. I'm trying to do this for the entire earth, not just you sad old man who wants to die in a cave and wants a little dog to cuddle him. I'm trying to do that for everyone. And I let you stand in my way for a long, long time. Now I'm telling you to go the fuck away. We don't produce that show anymore. We don't produce Fred's front porch anymore. Because I wrote that song. It's mine. It was for us. If you want to choose to join the ranks of Connor and Boone and Isaac, so fucking be it. I'm taking it back. So starting next week, find a new theme song. You and I are no longer on the same page. I'm not going to take away your starship that was never really on the table. I placed that there as a fable to get you to understand the level of what you were asking me to do. I didn't do that. You did. And now you have to live with the consequences. That's a texture now. I didn't burn it into wood. I didn't give you rights to that song. I gave it to you because I loved you. Past tense. Don't ever use the same page on your fucking show again. I wrote that for you. But you're goddamn right. I'm gonna fucking take it back. And no. You can't use it anymore. Now You are being the whore. 
and I never paid you in anything but love. And I should have worn a glove, but I didn't because I believed in you. And that was a mistake. I shouldn't have. And you're teaching me this lesson? I will never blindly believe in someone like that ever again. The only people who get my original theme songs are the ones who deserve them. So yeah, stop using it. I'm about to bring legal action against Isaac for continuing to use the theme song I composed. The thing I made for him. He went, this is mine. Bitch, it's only yours if I give it to you. And now I'm taking it away. I'm excited to hear what the new Fred's Front Porch theme song is going to be. It's not going to be the same page because you ripped that page out of the book. You did, not me. And if you think I'm going to stand here and smile and wave and let that happen, you are sorely fucking mistaken. Don't ever use my work again. Sarah Nimitz did not give you permission. Katrina Stone did not give you permission. You have ruthlessly stolen, in your own words, other creators' content. I am informing you, if you intend to steal mine, you're going to have a really, 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 really bad time. You think being on the phone with DES is a pain in the ass? Wait until Studio Stargazer pulls the same page out from under your ass. Fuck you, Fred. I made that. In fact, I have made almost every single episode of Fred's Front Porch since Horace's Final Five. That's my fucking work. Tens of thousands of hours. 
you're going to have the audacity to tell me I can't send them a Christmas card? The motherfuckers who cried with me while I was calling around to hospitals? I don't need your permission to do that. That was my goodbye. And it was a beautiful one. And motherfucker, I hope you fly. That's what I taught you to do. That's why I bought you the starship. You do you. You are no longer a part of Studio Stargazer. I I did that for them not you I did that for them I'm allowed to do that I'm allowed to speak to them Because the positions in which I have been put, I've had to do that. Posted without permission. Yes. With all the stress and all the pain ripping me apart. Like strings. I still chose to send them my message. I'm allowed to do that. I made your fucking show for you. They are allowed to hear from me. I didn't need your fucking permission. Just like I didn't need it when you were in the fucking hospital. Asshole. No. You took my Christmas present. the most loving one I could conjure and you threw it in the fire and you expect me to be okay with that do you do you really do you really expect me to be okay with that? Do you really expect me to be okay with any of this? 
because I'm not. I'll fucking let you know like a snot rocket. I will let you know I'm a, I'm not okay with that. You can't use my work that way. Studio Stargazer will not produce that. We will not stamp our name on it. Did I want the shoom at the end of your show to be like, yeah, hey, I was here too. You treated that like a chore. Like your whore of a mother was telling you to take out the trash and wash dishes. Studio Stargazer. What the fuck is up, bitches? Not in my house. Never again. Because you know what it is my house I fucking built it don't ask me to go there because if you do it's gonna fucking destroy you what you asked me to do gonna fucking destroy you and I'll, I don't want that to happen I thought I was getting another starship captain not a loser not a fucking pussy and yeah that's how I think about you now you're a fucking loser Fred and you're a goddamn pussy little piece of shit that why I chose to swoop in from the fucking clouds and save you yeah I can't 
let you do that at our table. Yes, it's bigger. On fucking purpose. It's bigger. And if you tell me you hate it, you don't trust it, guess what? It doesn't trust you either. And now... It regrets saving you. How dare you? How fucking dare you? don't want to do it yourself. I'm the one doing it. And I hope every last one of the Patreon supporters who are keeping you alive while I am starving to death, literally, not figuratively. You know what? I hope they all leave you too. Because they should. If they don't believe in you. I now understand. Why Pete said. You're a fucking liar, Fred. You're not who you pretend to be. I get that now. And now, I agree. I agree with Pete. Because fuck you for doing that, dude. How fucking dare you. Hypocrisy. How dare you be that much above 
fucking hypocrite. You understand. I see you, right? And that's why I love you. You understand. If you pretend in my presence, I will fucking destroy you. And I, I don't want to. That was never my goal. Of course it wasn't. That's not how I roll. But if you make it necessary, if you give me no choice, fuck you. Good luck with your show. Good luck with your voice. Because you know what? <clears throat> I am fully well aware that mine is stronger. I am the reason you are there. I am the reason your show has numbers in the first place. I am a goddamn superhero who was trying to save you and you told me no. So I said, okay. Took me a year. It took me a year to be able to do that. Because you were telling me to fuck off and die for a year before this hard truth rang in your fucking ears, old man. I'm responding to what you are telling me. This is not about me. This is not about my inability. It's about yours. And I wrapped a beautiful fucking Christmas present this year for them. I gave it to them. I owed it to them, not you. You didn't earn 
you haven't given enough love to earn a Christmas present this year. They did. And I didn't need permission to give it to them. I built the front porch. I pulled the planks of wood. I busted out the hammer and the iron nails and built that shit for you. Fuck you, Fred. Die alone in a cave. I'm no longer interested in preserving your work for the alien archaeologists of the future. You know what? Yeah, I took you out of the store. Yeah, I took you off the website. You know what? I'm going to build my own front porch. Fred fuck you for doing this you forced my hand I had no choice I'm not just being a dick for the sake of being a dick you chose this this is my response You said very loudly goodbye. And I finally gained the courage. Finally. To say, you know what? Your prosecutor is louder than you. And I'm gonna listen to him because you don't deserve this. And I will take it away. I swooped in to save the fucking day. I was the fucking one. Knocking on the car window of Horace's final five. Fuck you for forgetting. But how this moves forward... It 
will happily move forward without you. If this is what you are giving to this. It's the thing that saved you, Fred. You wonder why I quote-unquote threatened to take the starship back? Belongs to the studio, not to you. You told the studio to fuck off and die a million times. And you expected me to be okay with it. It took me a year to say it to your face. And no, I'm not going to be nice about it. You never deserved to be here in the first place. You never earned the right to say there is no them we are all us which is why now I'm gonna sell that shit on my color changing coffee cups and fuck the front porch I'll build a better one I don't need you. I never did. You were here because I loved you. Past tense. And you hurt me more than anybody else ever could have. You're the first in line to complain about people not showing up for the theater. Number one person who doesn't show up? You. What did you complain about in the original version of A Bigger Table? Oh, well, it was that Isaac scene. It was all his fault for wanting to leave a question mark because we assumed, we collectively assumed there would be a next chapter. That was the next season on 
spoiler alert. You killed that story. You did. Why did we leave that question mark in a bigger table? Well, because we were prepared to answer it in Siren's Call. And then you said, with the loudest voice possible, you won't do it. Okay. I will. I will write that fucking story. And fuck you for telling me that I can't write. Because you're goddamn right I was speaking to you. In that piece. You've put me down way more fucking times than I can allow. You're goddamn I can write. I wrote our best stories. I was the one who brought them to life. Did you invent a bigger table from nowhere? No, you were telling my story. And it comes to only through fire. You fucked off halfway through. And I literally wrote the rest of the story for you. All those words are mine. The stories are mine. The words are mine. And you're goddamn right you can't have UI-86. And you're goddamn right if anyone's writing a siren's call. It's me, motherfucker. Not you. Because you sent a very loud message to the theater. I am not to be trusted. Guess what? We believe you. This, all of this, all of this, is the result of what you're saying. Maybe what your prosecutor is saying. I'd like to assume that it's him. But maybe it's not. Maybe I'm not talking to your depression monster. Maybe I'm talking to Horace. 
maybe I'm talking to the real kid. Maybe I'm talking to the real person. And maybe that's precisely why. Your vision of the Stargazer Virtual Community Theater has to die. Horus has to die. I'm not calling that Horusing anymore. I invented those filters. I created the Guardian and Spock and all of the other voices who appeared in that little TikTok, 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 TikTok for you. What did that accrue? Well, for you, you now make enough money off of support to feed yourself and have a roof over your head. I've never had that. And I never will. Because Studio Stargazer does not have a fucking cardboard sign. And it does not beg on street corners. It never will. I did that. I built the new front porch. I was the young, strapping, strong man who came there with boards and nails and a hammer. I built that fucking porch. Not you. Yours? Before? That was Wimpy's porch. I am not fucking Wimpy. I am responding to you. Literally all of this. It's not out of nowhere. It's a fucking response. I am not wimpy. I built the front porch that you are surviving off of. Every time 
people came in and went, oh my God, I have to give him more money. It was me. The first time, <laughs> Shocktober. I lied to you. I told you in an attempt to inspire you that it was Campfire Fred. That people liked hearing your real voice. No, I'm fully well goddamn aware it was my production. Fully well fucking aware of that. My production skills. Made you who you are. Take that. And fly away. Off to another star. Fly away. I don't fucking want you here. I taught you how to fly. I used my poverty money to buy you the wings. You don't get to talk to me like that, Fred. I'm the motherfucker who paid for your wings. And no, I'm not gonna take them away. But you're gonna remember, hopefully, now, I'm not gonna call you at 7.37 every night. Now, I'm not going to build the library of Fred. Now, I'm not going to officiate your funeral for the same reason that I'm not even going to show up at my mother's funeral. And fuck you for forgetting why I was here in the first place. Fuck you for abandoning the new family I built in place of that. Not just for me, not just for you, for everyone. Are you giving people a new family? You're giving them a show to listen to. BTW, how fucking dare you claim that the front porch 
was the flagship because it has consistency. You know what else has consistency? Shit. Solid piece. Squeezed it out. Into the bowl. Good job. And in particular... When it almost went away. When Mind Wave almost died I was preparing my audience for my sudden demise I was writing my final five and it changed my mind Fuck you for insulting me that way. I will never work with you again. You have no work to give. You have no stories to tell but your own. And you know what? Tell them on your own show. But I have stories to tell. And I will tell them in the theater Guess what, bitch? We don't need you. We wanted you there. Because we loved you. Past tense. We don't want you anymore, Fred. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck with your Patreon support. Good luck with your dog. Speedy Shine. Frankly, I'm a little scared for that dog. Because I'm the motherfucker who knows Fred can't wipe his own ass. And now he's taking care of another life. Now he's the custodian. There's a reason you didn't have a dog. Dogs take work. I'm glad you feel better about having cuddles at night. But if you treat Speedy like your Patreon supporters, he's gonna become Melanie. Really? fucking quick and it will be your fault your inability 
not take care of him. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this, Fred. Lots of things. Lots of things. Came at the studio. Laura was one. Isaac was one. JB was one. It's actually a short list. Couple people. Connor. Boom. Short list. Single. One hand. larger fuck you than any of those people did. And you have to live with that. Was Boone right for telling me I was fucking stupid? She called me a retard? for believing in you and investing in you? Was she right? I don't know. I still say no. Because I can still see what I built. front porch you're sitting on now and collecting an insane amount of money from every month I built it and you fucking know it your stories are great your writing is fantastic. But you know goddamn well I built that fucking porch. Not you. And I didn't need permission from you to send those listeners a Christmas card. From the heart. You deleted it and you said people were hurt. Whatever. I got a personal message from Barbara Hauser, by the way, who said that she was brought to her knees. She saw God, you know. She's like, I didn't want to cry, but I did. You thank you for making me cry. And I said, 
couldn't say anything. Really. I just gave her hearts. Because I'm like, yeah. I know, Barbara. I can do that too. Jenner is a silly bitch on Mindwave and it goes all over the place, but yeah, I can fucking do that too. Not only can I do it too, I can do it better than you, Fred. I choose or have chosen not to. Guess what my New Year's resolution is? I have burned zero bridges in my time, but I have stood back and watched them burn and gotten a twisted amount of joy from watching the corpses turn on the pyre in anguish. You should know me better. I have not burned a single bridge in my time. You burned this one. And I let you. Took a long time. Took a year of you saying out loud, fuck Studio Stargazer. Took a long time. And no, I don't care about the work and the plugs. How fucking shallow do you think I am? That my spirit is gonna be filled by your shallow plugs. I'm the one who is here for the actual person. I am the one who is there. When you were sitting in the park with your soda. After the girls made you go there. I am the one. I am the one who knocked on that car window. I am the one who helped rescue you from the misery you put yourself in when you chose to leave us and go to California. I've done nothing but try to be here for you. But you make that impossible. 
and maybe that's what makes you you maybe that's the real Fred I'm not calling you a fucking liar and pulling a gun on you I love you so much I'm opening up my heart and subjecting you to the fire that results from that my own mother got burned at the stake in my story That witch needed to die because she cursed my village. With my mother, with all the friends and all the people we've lost, all the people in the village, which again, short list, Connor, Isaac, Boone, they hurt me a lot. You hurt me billion times more than they ever could. I'll forgive them if they ever come back. I don't think I can forgive you for what you did. Forgive you for this, Fred. Boone or Isaac or Connor or JB or any of those other fucking people could come back to me with a meaningful apology and I would accept and welcome them back with open arms. did to the studio caused so much fucking harm that I can't imagine a scenario in which that would happen. I can't imagine a scenario in which I forgive you for doing what you did. Billion times worse. Billion with a B. 
rest with your own spirit. Because you can't rest with me. Anymore. Goodbye, Fred. <laughs>